You are listening to Lady Talk Radio for the woman who wants to live fully alive and wear her ambition on her sleeve. I'm your host, guide and creative entrepreneur, Stacey Ray. Join me each week with special guests as we dive in one radically honest conversation at a time. I believe ambition is not a dirty word. This is about self-mastery. I decided today I wanted to take the power back. back. Remain in love with life, knowing that despite challenges, there are always solutions. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability? What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. This is about, this is about self, self, mass, mastery. I'm enough, and I'm worthy of love and belonging and joy. Let us work at it together, starting now. Oh, hey, welcome back. Today, as you have already read in this title, it is true. We are talking about sex and what your sexual energy is telling you. This episode kind of feels like one of those, like, grab your journal, take notes, be noticing and curious about what feelings come up for you as you're listening to this. This is a rich episode. There's going to be a lot to chew on, different moving parts to this one, and I have a feeling it's going to open up some new dialogues for you, maybe with your partner, maybe with yourself, maybe with your friends. It's a good one. And we are joined by holistic teacher, speaker, and healing coach, Julie Archambault. And I love how she was so willing and is so willing to go behind the veil of the real nature of sex and how we can learn to speak its language. Her mission fascinates me. I love that she is doing this work for all of us to help us dissolve some of the illusion we have about sex and how to understand and embody one of the most powerful energies that we have. She leaves nothing off the table which I love. I think we even did some like epic, epic explorations around dicks being a magic wand, just to give you a little bit of an insight where we're going here. Julie is the founder of The Art of Co-Creative Sex, which is a new paradigm in understanding the relationship between sex, relationships, and personal growth. And her programs are designed to help heal her client's sexual energy, weed out the toxin programming, hella freaking Lilia, and help us embody our fullest human potential. So her details are in the description of this episode. You already know. So this conversation, I just, I really feel like it's so important. I feel like it's a really, really juicy, expansive one. And I'm just so excited to have this in your pocket as of now. So share this with your friends, put some stars on iTunes. Absolutely no more delays, babe. Let's dive in. Julie, welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you and welcome you onto the show to talk about all of these beautiful aspects and projects that you're diving into and how you're supporting people in the world. So thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, and it's I actually was so drawn to you. We were both speaking at an event uh, not too long ago now, and I actually was like, wow, okay, this is this is a really, you, you're taking this, you know, kind of taboo topic. Not, I mean, sex is not really that taboo anymore. A lot of people are talking about it. But you're taking this kind of taboo topic that isn't necessarily mainstream. And you're talking about it in this really beautiful way, diving into so many different aspects of it and supporting people and really connecting the dots of what's going on for themselves there. And so I immediately was like, I got to know more about you. I want to know what you're up to. I want to have you on the show. So I'm, I'm really excited that we are connected now. And we get to co-create some awesome stuff and share more of your work with the world. 
Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. It was really fun to have that talk with you after, after we connected at the event. So yeah, I'm excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we give the ladies a little look behind the scenes? What's going on in your everyday life these days? Well, all kinds of things. There's, um, I'm definitely in the midst of finalizing um, Fifty Shades of Connection, which was is my, one of my big projects. It's um, a book that talks about looking at all the different shades of connection that are possible in in a sexual relationship. And I look at, I really take the full spectrum. You know, I don't just talk about you know the, the good stuff, but I talk about everything from violently disconnected sex all the way up to blissfully connected sex. And that's been like a big journey for me for the past few years working on that. So it's sort of coming to a finalized place right now. And um, I'm also just like, you know, building up my business and, you know, creating projects and programs for people to heal actually their sexual energy and help them to really embody fully their power themselves and their, their juiciness, but also just like their, their alignment with their whole being, you know? So yeah, I'm really excited about the whole process that this has brought me down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exciting. Okay. And I love that you use the word juiciness because we, <laughs> we use that word on the show all the time. So <laughs> let's back it up a little bit because I, I'm always so curious about origin stories. Like how did you come to be so fascinated with this work? Did you have your own journey in healing your sexual energy? What was that like for you? What were some pivotal moments that you might want to share with us? Yeah. Well, it's very interesting because I, I'm a, you know, I've come to see over time that I'm actually this very highly sensitive person. Um, it's really funny because just recently I was looking at these home videos of me and there's one of me at my birthday party and I was like probably 10 years old and everyone's singing this song really loud to like celebrate me, but I have actually my, my fingers in my ears. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, like, you know, you don't usually do that at your birthday party. So I obviously really needed to do that. <laughs> and so it just showed me like my organism is like a very, very sensitive organism. And when I was just, like a very small child, my mom would tell me that I wouldn't open my mouth until I put my tongue out and tasted the food to see if I wanted it inside my body. <laughs> mm. So this is kind of hypersensitive person and I grew up with very dominant brothers like very strong male figures in my family and you know they weren't always the nicest <laughs> I have to say that up front <laughs> <laughs> but um I I was like definitely very sensitive to all those things and and growing up the whole question of sexuality always seemed like this like really sensitive issue for me like I I always felt that, um, you know, when I was starting, you know, as like maybe as a teenager, that all the guys just wanted to like have sex with me, but they didn't, you know, just they wanted to take advantage of me. And I always felt this kind of energy towards me. And I, you know, it was always like navigating this, these weird proposals or weird situations. But at the same time, like I would also have this gesture of like keeping out um, this, this energy. And at the same time, it's interesting because I, sort of fell in love with this one guy and we, you know, we were like, I was extremely open with him, but it was interesting because at one point he kind of shut down because it turned out that he'd been sexually abused as a kid. And I was like, that was very interesting that I, you know, I was able to be really open with someone that was already like in that situation of them, not necessarily wanting to like go there. Mm. So it was just this kind of thing. And then I, 
started realizing that, you know, just in terms of pleasure, it was, I just felt that I was completely blocked down there. Like I wouldn't feel anything. And I was wondering like, what's pleasurable with this? <laughs> it was actually happening. And I've been with men that I've loved. And I was like, how come this is like not fun for me? So I think I had like, it would bring up a lot of insecurities of like, well, what's, what's going on. And um, <clears throat> anyways, it just, you know, I, I moved through life and I started going down these situations. I think the really what pushed me into this journey was like two, two different things was that either I'd find myself um, in these relationships that would turn out to be extremely toxic and sort of go down the toxic relationship spi downward spiral where I would probably take on a lot of things thinking that were my fault. And then as I learned to unravel everything, I was like, oh my God, I'm like just always taking on things that don't belong to me. So I had to start through all that. And then when I would finally get out of the toxic relationship, I would find myself like sort of overly protecting myself and then finding myself in these very lonely situations and like looking for people, but never really fully being able to make it happen. Or I'd find myself like, say, okay, Julie, you're really like alone, like do something, go on a date or something. And then, or be with these in these situations and then get my boundaries crossed and be like, Hey, this is not cool. Like I, why did this happen to me again? Kind of situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there'd been like a bunch of different places along my life where those boundaries were crossed. Um, always kind of like in these kind of gray zones, but like they just didn't feel right. And so, um, yeah, I think the first, the first situation, and it took me a long time to figure it out because it feels like a very innocent situation where I was with, a, um, this, this boy of my neighborhood just brought me to his attic and he was maybe two years older. And I was six and he brought me behind his sofa, but he put my brother at the top of the stairs actually. And he told him to sort of be on the lookout, but it was to bring me behind and put his hands on my pants. But, but it, it was like the setup that it was like dangerous and like it, there had to be protection. No one had to come up. And it's just like this whole thing that, you know, it didn't feel safe. Yeah. So just being this hypersensitive, I think I just, it's just kind of like, you know, like this doesn't feel right. And just my whole body probably shut down at that point. Right. So yeah, just different things like that. And also just, it was interesting because I, at one point I, I decided to go on this, um, this, this short story writing course. And I just, every time I was writing, I'd always like want to talk about sex and my stories and try, cause I was always trying to sort out all the different things I had experienced. So I think it just became this kind of real uh, question of, of research. And then at one point I was like, you know what? I think I really, like once I started sorting through my things and started realizing like how much my life had imprinted on my sexual energy and what was manifesting in my life, I, I thought, okay, I really have to go now and interview other people and that's when I started on this journey of like writing this book and interviewing all kinds of people that go along this whole spectrum, like sort of people of, you know, have had amazing uh, breakthroughs sort of situations, like even like, you know, high level sex uh, educators in the world that are sort of cutting edge to like people that have experienced like, you know, date rape or um, who've experienced um, just like being in love, but all the conflicts that come through that. And so mm. So I just looked at everything and um, sort of came up with this spectrum after. And it just it sort of like it really taught me a lot to put that down on paper. 
Um, because even as I was working through all this stuff, I was like, oh my God, like it just started, a lot of these things were starting to become clear. So I don't know if you'd like me to just go through that spectrum for people. Yeah. Well, I found it so fascinating when you shared, and it was like a, just a brief overview of this, at this, this talk that we were both at. And I was so fascinated with this because just to kind of see all these different experiences laid out was really, we don't necessarily think about all of these things. And so, yeah, I would love it if you want to share any of those, of course. Yeah, so I was thinking, okay, well, what's the opposite of sexual connection um, where it's like a nice experience? And, well, you know, the starting point for that would be like the antithesis of connection. So it was like, yeah, it's like rape and, you know, anything that is sexual violation. So I put that as the starting point is like violently disconnected sex. And what I discovered in that is like basically you're in this process where your being gets fragmented because your willpower is not respected, your free will is not respected. So that gets shattered from you, you know, and it's like it breaks Mm -hmm. you apart. And then I looked into, well, okay, you know, how about if you're doing sex work, what's the situation there? Because you're being paid for, for sex. Does that have the same, you know, impact on people? And the really fascinating thing that came up for me was that, well, it, there's, you can come to sex work in two very with two different attitudes, and there's probably like all kinds of nuances in between. But like two different poles that I think are interesting to look at yeah. is that you can come in as a really empowered sex worker there to celebrate yourself, and you're coming from this place of wholesome wholeness and like wanting to serve in that way. Or you could come as someone that is already uh, disempowered and has a past of like wounding and things, and then show up in the sex industry and that. Uh, it turns out to just re-traumatize the people that have experienced, you know, already difficult things in their lives. Yes. So that was one thing. And then after like, well, how about sex under the influence, you know? Um, and so what I looked in there was like, okay, well, you know, sometimes it can enhance your experience, but sometimes it can push you to disconnect. And at what point do you actually defer your experience to the substance itself? And then I looked at porn addiction. And if you take, you know, like porn to an extreme, like what was what's showing up in research is that people that are, you know, have that addiction have a lot of trouble connecting with a real person or having an experience with a real person. Then I looked at, well, you know, if you travel the world and look at the all the sort of dynamics in the world, I thought, well, you know, there's a lot of like social justice things going on in the world and it's like well there's this huge colonial footprint that's on the world and in our that impacts all our relations in terms of different you know you know ethnic groups or even you know different identities you know so so what so I look at what is the actual inherent power dynamics that get imprinted in your sexual energy and your sexual dynamics and you know, is there entitled energy? Is there, are you giving up your power? It's like, there's a bunch of things going on there. And then as I was getting closer to this kind of center place in that spectrum, I was like getting more and more subtle. And then it was like, well, actually there's this thing that you call that's very subtle that only exists in this gray zone that you call sexual vampirism. And it's a very subtle, subtle thing that happens at the energetic level and it can only happen when you're not fully clear with the container that sex is happening in. And then if someone gets, you know, take it, you know, there's some sort of energetic theft happening, happening to people. So, and that's something I think we 
we, you know, it's a, it's a very strong word, but it's something I think that happens a lot and how people interact sexually with each other. There's always like someone that wants energy and they're going to get it, you know, and it's like they can manipulate or different, do different ways to get what they want, as opposed to actually being a, a, an occasion for connecting to a real person. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, so then to, to, and then it's like, well, you, you know, if you want to get to that clear container, that's like, we're really authentic and, and clear about what we're doing, you have to like process your shadow. You have to get out of that shadow space where either you're taking advantage of someone or you're letting someone take advantage of you for whatever reasons, you know, everyone has their motivations, but you have to get into that place of like, okay, we're like, this is what we're going to do. And then from that point on, when there's this clarity, then there's different levels of connection that can start happening. And so like, the first level is like, hey, well, we're just going to have a sexual, physical experience and that's it. And it's clear and we're agreeing to this. And it's like, it's wholesome in the sense that you agree to that, right? It doesn't hurt you because it's not going to fragment you because all the other things have this fragment of like quality to like what's going on because it's hurting you in some way. But now it's like you're agreeing to this. So it's like, okay. But, um, but at one point, since we're not just physical bodies, there's something that wants to merge that's more, right? So then I have this, uh, you know, there's like success play where you bring in your creativity and self-esteem. And then you bring in, well, your heart. Are you capable of feeling? Are you able to engage at that level? And the more you deepen, deepen things, then, you know, you start bringing more and more of your your inner sort of spiritual essence into to this 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 connection, but the biggest aha moment for me was to see that the more that you bring in different parts of your being, you're also called to like heal whatever is hurt in those places. So at first it could be like this amazing sort of amazing connection that happens, but then slowly as the energy trips up, like our wounding, then we have to start learning to see it and process it and take care of it. And every time you take care of it, it allows you to go deeper and deeper and integrate more and more parts of your being. But if you don't, that's when the problems start happening. Either the relationship starts stagnating or, you know, that's when the, the healing crisis just start happening because there's things you're not addressing. So that became this really amazing process to see that it could go all the way up to this highly conscious, cultivating, connected sex where you're like consciously doing this. And, you know, getting to these places where you're integrating all parts of your being, like body, mind, soul, spirit, your erotic self, everything gets like sort of integrated and you can meet if you can, if you can experience this as, as an individual, that means you're able to share it with another person. And that means that that level of connection just can just be that much higher. If someone's like, let's say completely disconnecting their heart, they can't expect them to have sex that's going to bring in the heart because they're just completely not there, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's that's when I started seeing like how when when you really have this clear container and you're really clear where you're you're at, no matter where you're at, sex becomes this this powerful force of integration. So I think that's like, well, like there's on one end of the spectrum, there's, it has this powerful force of fragmenting someone like, you know, anyone that's experienced sexual trauma as a child, like it affects them for years. They have to heal it. Like maybe it's still at 14, 15, 60, still working through things. Some people even commit suicide. So you can see how, how fragmenting it is for their being. Mm -hmm. And so 
like sex can do that, but it can also bring you to these high, high levels of bliss and like complete feeling of wholeness and connection with something even greater, like this greater divine kind of holy experience. <laughs> so that's what's, that's what's so fascinating with sex. And if people saw that picture, I feel like it would really help them just be more aware of like what's going on in their life and where are they operating from and what's why are these different things showing up in their lives you know <laughs> yeah yeah oh this is so fascinating I love how you've created the, this literally 50 shades of connection because it really to me when I first saw it and just hearing you go through it again is really interesting it's like we can hear kind of just getting getting a little bit more insight into like where we at where we are at and what it looks like moving along that that gradient and in your experience when we move more into the um I'm forgetting what you called it there was the fragmentation and then the what was the other integration integration as we move more into that side do we sort of move up that scale is that what I heard you say like sort of yeah like the more you integrate yourself the more the more you're able to let's say be intimate with yourself like even with your feelings Mm. and your truths like if you're at one point you're going to be called to speak your truth in a relationship if you don't speak your truth you're you're there's a part of your being that you're not allowing to to be fully there so that's when the problems start showing up. So the more you're able to bring in your truth, bring in your authentic self, the more you bring in your, 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 your heart, all these different things, you're just allowing yourself to be more and more whole as a human being. So sex is going to show up more whole for you too. It's just, it's just a law of nature. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely makes sense. And what a reflection it is. Right. I love that you spoke in, you spoke to the, the imprints that these experiences yeah. have on us. Like that's been yeah. my experience of like the imprint and then how we manifest that out into our world, you know, cause I know we've spoken a little bit about my, my experience in, in sex work when I was younger and just how disempowered that was on the show. And I recently was just having a conversation with you for your book about this and like just seeing how those imprints they they were manifesting out in my my world literally like absolutely in, in my daily and, life in my relationships everywhere yeah. Yeah. and that's exactly what happens like sexual energy starts activating things inside of you and then it's like it just magnetizes whatever problems we have so that we start seeing them but it attracts all kinds of scenarios so let's say you have an issue around let's say abandonment mm. and and then that's what starts gets tripping up in a relationship. And then, well, of course, the partner you're going to be with is going to start activating your feelings of abandonment until you take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to attract exactly like the fitting piece that's going to act out what you need to see about yourself. It's really pretty fascinating when you start seeing it. It's like there's like amazing patterns. Oh, and yeah. it's like when I work with clients, it's like amazing to start pinpointing how this this comes together so that they can see it. And then how we can process it. And literally, like, when you find the things that are, like, the root cause and actually, like, release it through, you know, either, like, through consciousness and breath, it's, like, it's, it just can dissolve from your life. And you don't, you don't keep on attracting the same kind of characters anymore because you, you've processed it. it means, and there's also layers. Like, I'm not saying that, yeah, yeah. you know, it can happen, like, at different layers. But, you know, I remember working with a client where – her story was that she, she she would always attract these men. And as soon as they would start connecting sexually, they would start withdrawing on her. 
And she would, it would just flare out this kind of feeling of being invisible and being needy and like wanting to run after them and shake them up. Like, why are you running away from me? What is it? What is wrong with me? You know? And um, like in her session, what came up was that um, like her, when she hit puberty, her father went into this deep depression and he like as her body was starting to change she was starting to develop her sexuality and like become this full woman like he just tuned out on her and he was like she was like Mm. trying to get his attention but he was like not there not able to see her and she was like what's wrong with me like what did I do that I I just became, became super invisible and like when we started processing her stuff like she came back like just a few weeks after she's like oh my god like I just go into the bar and it's like suddenly I'm just not invisible anymore. I don't know what happened, Julie. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Or if she's like, or she's like, if she's like <laughs> oh my God, my sex life's on fire and it's like no more drama. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, it's such a perfect design, right? Like, of course, yeah. these things are going to be revealed to us so that we can heal them, we can acknowledge them, we can shift them. Oh, it's so good. And the ladies listening to this, I'm sure there's like some heads nodding, like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. starting to see those things. When you said take care of your feelings like when these things are coming up so if some of the women listening in on this right now are noticing like oh i am getting these kinds of experiences showing up for me like what is maybe the first step you know once we have that awareness what is the first step from there so you have to start seeing what your default modes are because it's like what is it triggering you know, so let's say you go into that really needy place of like, hey, he's not returning the call. I'm not important. I'm, I'm invisible. I'm like, I'm going to die because he's not responding to me. Let's say that's like, okay, well, what is it triggering? Like, it's not even about the guy. Like what in your experience, why is this such a sensitive point? What, what is the story that you're playing out right now? you know? Mm -hmm. And the more that you look into that, the more you're like, oh, wow, like this. And and it's amazing how our parental figures are obviously huge, huge archetypes for us in terms of like the male and female dynamics. So that's, that's usually huge, you know, and then there's all kinds of other experiences in our life. Like, you know, you shared a little bit with me about how you were bullied in the school. And it was, Mm -hmm. it was like, so clear to me, like, just because I was working on your story today. Awesome. (laughs) your life you've had all these people that sort of repeatedly had that bully kind of dynamic with you or sort of betrayed you in some way or form or hurt you but it could even be a public kind of humiliation and so it's like it's like you get that one initial imprint and it's like if we look at it let's say like our bodies are like the physical body but then imagine just like an energetic body around you and let's say someone punches in your energetic body and just imagine that shape that it creates well, until that shape is not back into that beautiful, let's say, round sphere of protection, that like place where it's been punched in or even hole, like the hole in it, it's going to let in all that kind of energy of like that bully energy until you like push it back out. I'm like, nope, that's not something that I want to be experiencing anymore, you know? So. Oh, I love the way that you just painted that picture. That was really interesting. Okay. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And so that's what I find fascinating. So we start with the theme of sex, but really it's about unraveling all those dynamics that, you know, basically that, because basically how I see sex is that, or it's just like this very powerful energy. So whenever the energy is moving through your body, it's just, it's just going to activate 
mm-hmm. anything that's dormant inside of you. So, you know, it's not always like sexual trauma that's getting brought up to the surface. It's like everything. You know? It's right. like whatever needs to be purified because um, the, the other thing, the other piece that was a big aha moment for me was when I took a Tantra uh, training and uh, it was like this very classic, authentic Tantra, Tibetan Tantra uh, approach. And it was, it wasn't as much about technique as as much as it was for meditation and bringing the meditation part. And what I saw is that you're actually learning to like activate and increase your energy that's going through your body. And that's why people want to do it because they, they get these highs, right? But basically it's blasting through any place that's like not, um, that's kind of like blocked in some way or form because it's such powerful energy. So you have to also be ready to start processing whatever emotions or things that are like lying dormant there. So I started saying like, yeah, like basically we're just like waking up with sexuality, the stuff that needs to be processed. And then it's like, yeah, we have to process this now. The more we process, the more our lives become like aligned and and whole and everything. But at the same time, it allows the sexual energy to circulate even more. And it gives us access to like much higher forms of, pleasure and 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 connection because the energy is just able to circulate at much more powerful place you know so it's like yeah they really go together yeah I see this is this is I have a huge grin on my face because you know it's so funny how so many times over my life and even as we started to see more of the you know people coming forward and talking like there's some beautiful leaders out in the world talking about sexuality and empowered sexuality and all these things And I think like some of the conversations I had with friends over the years were like something along the lines of, okay, so if we want to have better sex, this is what we need to do, right? But I love that you're really distinguishing here. Like it actually has obviously sex and the pleasure and the access to that and the energy and the co-creation in all that is beautiful and that it's actually allowing us to step into our fullness and feel these things and see these parts of ourselves that need that love. And yeah, yeah, it's it's so so great because like you're giving me huge shivers right now. But, um, but that's exactly the piece that I feel like, like, putting like sort of laying down for society is like, look, okay, yeah, there's great technique out there. But it's like, can we like, see really what's going on during sex? Yeah. Like it's a much bigger picture. And it's telling us way more about ourselves than we know. And this is the this is when it's like, this is when it's like, it's an invitation to actually grow like sex is actually an invitation to grow. And if you're not wanting to grow that's when it's going to blast you and shatter in your face because it's like you're blocked you know and it's like that's when things happen it's like but you if you're like really decide to jump onto this horse and be like I'm going to do this thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like it just it just keeps on letting you integrate yourself and it's like yeah that's how that's the most empowering feeling and just think of it this way like the more that we are integrated as human beings mind, body, soul, spirit, like just think of the well-being that you have access to. That means your energy is circulating through your whole essence and is like, it's nourishing you and it's giving you like a feeling of um, elation, you know, beatitude, you know, Uh, whereas opposed to like, if you just give yourself that quick orgasm or that quick, like kind of, you know, you know, hand job or whatever, and it's just like a release. Well, that's very technical. And it's, it's like, it's, stays at a certain level you know but it's like 
the more the more you get to that place where it's like you feel that energy going through your body that that energy is life force and that's where you feel good it's when you when you're depleted and you're losing your life forces that you start feeling depressed and feeling down and you feel anxious or all your shadow stuff starts coming out because you don't have that life force to like support you so people that let's say are like you know we see people that are like super hungry for sex all the time and like whoever they can lay they just want to lay them it's because they're actually probably coming from a real place of depletion and they're just wanting that energy hit mm-hmm. from the other person and so they take it but then they keep on you know they keep on behaving the way they, they behave and they, they they still they quickly get depleted again so they're like looking for and that's where it becomes a little bit like an addiction right yeah, but, um, totally and sense. like, from what I learned too, from being in that Tantra course was that like men, when they, when they actually, um, ejaculate, they're ejaculating out their life forces. So they're, they're basically losing a lot of their life forces. And so when you ejaculate too much, actually you're losing your life. force. So that's why there's this hunger all the time. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, I've heard whereas that's why like men that take up the challenge of, learning semen retention it means they have access to um like orgasm and everything but they're not depleting themselves energetically but it but the thing is the catch is to do that you have to really bring in your consciousness you have to grow you know so it's like it takes presence it takes mindfulness and it's like it's not this mindless thing anymore and then for women, the interesting thing is, is that what I've learned is that basically the more that you activate your sexual energy and even like in self-pleasure and stuff, it's like the women's bodies are just designed for multi-orgasmic experiences. So it actually feeds our life forces. So if we're like doing that for ourselves and allowing ourselves to feel that sexual energy, it's like allowing us, like when we talked about juiciness, that's where you're allowing your juiciness just to feed yourself. And I also think like, you know, when we talk about sex, like sometimes we have this pressure that we have to have to be having sex all the time. It's not as much that as much as allowing yourself to really enjoy your like that, that support and life force that your sexual energy allows you to have. And then you can choose what you want to do with it. It could be creative projects. It could be having amazing sex. It could be, you know, there's so many different ways that your sexual energy is serving you. So you have to let it, it ha- you have to let it sort of come in, like, you know, juice you up, juice <laughs> you up turn you on. <laughs> I love it. I love, I liked your terminology there. If they're willing to take up the challenge, the men. <laughs> yeah. I that. I yeah. That. yeah. Well, it's huge good. because I think, you know, there's that, there's that kind of easy, we're just going to have sex kind of thing mm-hmm. um, that you can see. And it was so funny because I, I, last night I went to this comedy show and like, every it was like five men and the five men talked about their dicks <laughs> and I was like wow they like it's it's a big thing having a dick you know it's like holy it's shit like big thing. you know it brings up a lot of stuff for them oh, <laughs> it's this so whole maintenance funny. thing you know it's like holy and it's like their self-esteem and there's so many things going on um but they but I think you know when you stay in that lack of consciousness place then you just want to have your dick everywhere just to like rejuvenate (laughs) if you're like actually bringing consciousness you know that there's other ways of getting your life force and you start cultivating a whole other relationship with your sexuality you know so it becomes much more of a like a more integrated thing as opposed to like your dick is separate from your whole being you know it's like Mm. you're like your dick is part of your whole being you know so yeah I've actually so I don't know where I saw this but 
I read this years ago. I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but I actually heard about women putting semen on their face and their mm-hmm. skin because mm-hmm. of that life force energy and like as an anti-aging, almost like yeah. a cream. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that like people like apparently semen is, well, the thing that's really beautiful for, and this is again, something that comes from the, like the Tantra knowledge that I received is that actually when, when, when a man is really super aligned with his sexuality knows how to, you know, show up in a way that's like really like empowered. And, and it's like, you know, the dick actually becomes like, instead of being like, you know, in the violently disconnected sex, it's almost like you're, you know, some people use it in war situations to hurt people. Right. Right. And as a, as a, as a weapon of mass destruction or, or whatever. Whereas like when you get to the higher levels, it becomes this, like, I think there's this term that you use like the magic wand or the sort of the jade oh, stick hello. or something. That's like, <laughs> it, it, it's like this kind of healing wand yeah. of power. It's like, but it's, and it's like super healing for women when it gets to that place of like, align consciousness you know and and of course a man that knows semen retention like it can can last much longer so women really can have their multi-orgasmic experiences so yeah it's 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 like it's it's like to have higher forms of sexuality you have to integrate yourself there's just no way around it and that means you have to do the work you have Mm -hmm. to like bring yourself whole into wholeness to be able to show up yeah yeah, I think the quote of this show is going to be sex is an invitation to grow. I <laughs> <laughs> love that one. So here's a little here's a little uh, rapid fire here for you. Then are we saying quality versus quantity when it when we talk about sex and creating well, these containers? I think some people can really maintain a lot of quantity. I think what's beautiful is that it's I always feel like you have to come back to who you are. You know, and, and, that, and it's not like, that's why it's like this whole thing about comparing ourselves. Then it brings everyone to this kind of performance place. But no, it's like, what's your essence? And like, how do you want to express your sexual energy? And how do you want to share your sexual energy with people? And like, you know, some people could really have it like really uh, healthily and be doing it a lot, you know, and some people like totally capable of maintaining, maintain, maintaining that. And then some people are just like, well, it's, you know, maybe that's not where they want to put their their energy. And it's like, that's where it becomes a real choice, you know, just like you have extroverts and you have introverts, you know, it's like some people, they want to be like full on doing sports all the time. And some people want to read their book, you know, like, so it's like people have to sort of see where they fit. And I think it's, for me, it's always about like, who are you and how can we get closer to your expression as opposed to trying to meet like this model that everyone has to stand up to, you know? Yeah. I love that, Julie. Thanks so much for that. That's really powerful. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we're seeing a lot of these jade eggs and like pleasure wands and all these kind of things. And it's, it's becoming this really cool conversation in the, you know, even the like personal growth coaching space. I'm seeing a lot more women who are speaking to really activating that sexual energy as a way to manifest what they want, as a way to take care of themselves, to uplift themselves. And I love the the conversation we're having because I, I saw something on your website where you said it's almost like we're um, like untangling the hose, you know, where that sexual mm-hmm. energy can flow freely in our bodies. Do you feel like these okay. tools or what are your favorite tools to or 
practices to kind of bring more of that energy in so we can kind of hone that energy through the day. So it's not even just for the the practice of sex, but like you were saying, like really having that energy in our body as an expression and as the fullness of who we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really think like for women, I think there's there's we carry like so much history in our body, not just of our lifetime, nor of just the lineage of women in our family, but I think you know, of all humanity, like there's just women have carried a lot of stuff in terms of sexuality. And there's a lot of undoing about, you know, what Mm. kind of things are expected of us. And um, so I feel that, you know, there's this whole process that needs to happen at, at many different levels of our being. But for sure, when you start activating it at the physical level, you're allowing it, you know, because I think, what happens is our bodies can fall into dormancy, you know, so, or they just stagnation, there's like energetic stagnation that happens. So when, when people are starting to like wanting to enliven their bodies and bring consciousness in it and like do things for it, that it's like self-care, right? So it allows that energy to start moving. And I think, you know, as long as someone is exploring and being conscious of what's going on and being authentic with themselves, I think that's the most important thing. Um, I've tried, you know, those little jade eggs and, you know, I've tried vibrators and I've tried, um, like one thing I really enjoyed the skill, one of the skills I learned was this ocean breath. And I think for women, it's really amazing because, um, we care and I'm just being a highly sensitive person. I carry a lot of stress by just being in the world. Like, it's just like, feel so much energy and like, am I, motions are so like I'm so I feel a lot so it's like whoa so my body will tense up a lot for like all kinds of things and this whole process of like actually unraveling and letting go is huge so the ocean breath is you you do in your bathtub and you put your hand on your yoni and your hand on your heart and then you breathe like these deep breaths of release like and you just allow yourself to do that and I think that's huge for me because it's it just allows me to connect to myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so yeah. So, and it's like sometimes there's like periods where you don't feel like doing anything. And it's like, I never push myself. I'm like, oh, I feel sexual energy. Okay, I'm going to do this, you know. But like, mm-hmm. if I don't, I'm not going to push myself because I feel that I want to just like be attentive to what my needs are. I don't want to, I, I don't want to go into that performance mode, right? Yeah, I want to yeah. just be like listening to what wants to like what's arising, <laughs> and yeah. So it's 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 that's what I feel is the most important thing. So cool. Yeah, I loved this conversation. It was definitely juicy. We got to talk about sex, which is always fun, and I I just you bringing this all full circle into the real depth of what this conversation is about is so appreciated and and really, really fascinating. So I'm so excited for the listeners to be more connected with your work and what you're up to. And I know you, you've got your book coming out soon. What else are the ways that people can work with you and start to explore some of these things for themselves? So the one thing that I'm really excited about right now is that at the third week of September on the 23rd of September, I'm starting another whole series of what I call the art of co-creative sex program. And it's a five week program to help you heal your sexual energy. So I go through these, like all these sort of like pillar kind of themes that allows you to like actually let your sexual energy 
run f- like freely. So I, I mentioned a bunch of them in the, even in the spectrum, like, you know, your safety, your, your um, sexuality and your creativity, anything that, any messages, anything that's like been attached to those things, we can free ourselves from those things and release them. Anything that affected your power, like your anything that humiliated you in your life, anything that um, made you feel like you're not worth something. And it's like, we carry all these things at that level. So to, to, to release anything that's in the way of you showing up in your full power, you know, any messages that told you like, as a woman or as a man, you can't do this or you can't do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we clear all those things. And then uh, we go up to the heart and any shielding that we've created to protect ourselves from the world and from feeling because of whatever issues we or wounding we had. So like the whole process about releasing those so that you can feel it again and be part, like have your heart be part of the process. And then the last piece we really look into is like freeing whatever is stopping you from speaking your truth, because God knows if you've not been listened to and heard when you were growing up, chances are you're going to be in all these situations where it's really hard to speak your truth. You know, mm-hmm. So like, so it's a pretty comprehensive program. And I, and I, we also look into what co-creative sex is and what are the elements and what, are, and we look into the shadow and what's the shadow. And so it's a very exciting program and people have come out of it always been like, Oh my God, I can't believe what I experienced. And it's actually an online program. So anyone, anyone in the world can actually participate in the program. So, yeah. So that's, that's the one thing that I'm really excited about now. And if they want um, to work one-on-one with me, uh, I also offer packages to uh, do like a series with people if they want to just have one-on-one. I really love the the group process because I feel like it's so like energizing having everyone come together like that mm-hmm. <laughs> and work through it together. So yeah, it would be really awesome if some of your um, listeners want were up for the challenge of like healing their sexual energy and like experiencing how transformative it could be on their lives. Because like once you heal your sexual energy, it actually has ripple effects on everything else in your life. Yeah, yeah, that's been my experience and in, in the work that I've done too. And I I can hear even just in what you're describing and like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like more curious about myself again, and some aspects that I want to explore. So thank you so much for this, Julie. You're so amazing. And I absolutely love your energy and just your expertise in this area and your passion and really wanting to bring this to people. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. And And I really appreciate you too, and how you hold this container for me. So thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks, lady. It's such a pleasure. And we will put all of the information to get connected with Julie. I love your social media too. I find you post some really awesome stuff. So we'll we'll (laughs) post all the links and everything to get connected with Julie and get in her world and have some more juicy conversations and uh, and all that good stuff. So thank you so much for listening in ladies. And of course, if you have any insights that you heard for yourself or questions and things like you hear me say this in every episode, like reach out and share them because it's also about implementing what you're hearing, taking action on it, being witnessed in, in your new clarities and connecting in with even the community in the Facebook group or anything about just what you're hearing for yourself. So would love to hear from you. This is such a juicy combo. I think we should talk about sex more often on the show. What do you think, Julie? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll come back, no problem. <laughs> Amazing. I almost forgot. We always end with a fill-in-the-blank statement. So are you ready for that? Sure. Okay. All right. If you truly want to improve your life, fill-in-the-blank. Get connected with yourself. Hmm. Yeah. 
Mic drop. All right. <laughs> so, good. so good. Thank you so much, ladies. And we will talk to you in the next episode. And thanks for coming on, Julie. Oh, no. Oh, no.